Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. If I were to follow you, what would I see by following you? I guess because I'm pretty, I know how to dress. Um, yeah, that's a lot of people makeup who are pretty and, and know how to hair. dress. But do you have pictures of your hair, of the hair you do, and yes. maybe they want yeah, she has pictures of her to hair. To have and examples. Looks, for, she, okay. she makes wigs, she sells hair, and, and the, hair, her, the hair on her page looks pretty good. This is the plaintiff, Shanti Jones. She says she hired the defendant to give her an asymmetrical style bob with two streaks in the front of her head for her big upcoming birthday celebration. Well, as she was sewing the weave into her hair, she could feel the needles going into her scalp. The defendant also burned her with a hot comb. Bottom line, the woman injured her. The bob was not asymmetrical because one side was too short and she looked horrible at her birthday. She's suing for $1,084.84 for all she's now out. This is the defendant Yvette. She says she installed the weave on the woman's hair. She asked her if she liked it. The plaintiff said yes, paid for it, and left. The woman then bashed her on social media. She tried to ruin her good reputation, and she even had people threaten her. Well, she doesn't know this cyber bully a thing. And if anyone's owed money today, it's not the plaintiff. She's accused of being short with a customer. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $1,084.84 for humiliation and bullying on the internet. All parties, please get your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated. Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. All right, Ms. Jones, you are suing Evett for $1,084.84 that you say she owes you for ruining um, your hairdo for your birthday and thereby ruining your birthday. Yes, ma'am. Tell me what happened. So um, I heard about the defendant actually through um, one of my good friends. She did her hair for a concert. And then I was like, okay, I like her, you know. So I went on her page, and she had a lot of followers, and she was known in the city. What's a lot of followers for something like this? She got like 50,000 followers. Oh, doesn't that mean you buy some? Because you can't possibly have 50,000 clients. No, I did not buy any. I, I don't know if it's... But I, Why do they follow you? Do you do tutorials on there or something? Do you do something? I'm just a popular in my city. Um, so what, do you, what, do you, what is it? If I were to follow you, what would I see by following I you? I guess because I'm pretty. I know how to dress. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of people make who are pretty and know how to hair. dress. But do you have pictures of your hair, of the hair you do, and yes. maybe they want? Yeah, she has pictures of her to hair. To have and examples. Looks, for, she, okay. she makes wigs. She sells hair. And the, and the hair her, the hair on her page looks pretty good. But, okay. you know, when you post on your page, you're going to make sure it, it's tight. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I ended up messaging her on July 17th about doing, doing me an asymmetrical bob. And I sent, sent her the pictures of what I wanted. Asymmetrical bob means? So it means one so side bob, is longer than the other. and then one side longer yes, than the other. Because it was something different. You know, I never had that before. And I like the day. It was my um, birthday. So I said, I'm going to do something different. So uh, she ended up saying, okay, she could do it. And then the 18th, I had to make Did you my, send her a picture of how you wanted it? Yes, and I've seen her. I sent her pictures of my actual, um, of like different styles that had that. So I, I sent her a picture of asymmetrical bob. So we get to the appointment, you know. Uh, she was nice. I came in. Everything was nice. She was playing gospel music. I was like, yes. Gospel music. I was so like, yes, you were like, into I like it. all that. Okay. You know, all right. thank you, Jesus, you know, got me in the mood. Okay. So... <laughs> I'm sitting there, you know, she's doing my hair, you know, and she's kind of sticking me with the pins. As she's Did you going tell along. her ouch? No, I didn't say ouch. Cause I was oh, just I'd, like, say, I'd say ouch. I should have okay. said ouch, you know, but I'm like, you know, sometimes I know beauty is pain, but I never felt that pain before. I don't, I I don't see men going before. through that kind of pain. So, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't see them wearing high heels right, and painting their faces right. up. I, I'm getting a little sick and tired of the whole okay. beauty is pain thing. Go on. <laughs> so you're on, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it is what it is. Let's just go ahead and get this done. And I just, in the back of my mind, I'm the whole time, like, she is known. She just did my friend hair. She got to be good. I know she good. I just know it. I know it. Ashanti, you know she good. Okay. So, so what happens? Like, Tell me what out. happened. So then she, um, she sold the hair in my head. So then the problem comes when she turns me around so she could cut my bob. And judge, no lie, all I heard was, and I'm like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. So then I'm like, nah, nah, I can't be, can't be. So she turns me can't around. Can't be, can't be what? Can't be, can't be that she cut my hair that short. Oh, okay. So she turns me back around to look in the mirror and like, I know she looking at me. I'm looking at her in the mirror. She was like, I think I cut it too short. I'm like, yeah, you, you cut it too short. All right. Do you have so, pictures of yes, how short Yes, I she actually cut? do. And it was because okay. I took on my birthday, but I never posted them. So I have them on my Would phone Would that right be now. it? I have... Yeah, right. this is about short. And I also have a picture of how it correlates with the other side if you want to see that on my phone. You have it up? Yes, ma'am. I have it up. Okay. You can see on my birthday picture how um, it wasn't supposed to be cut that short. Okay. Yeah. And... So that's shorter than... Then what well, it was... It's a great picture, but that's, that's shorter than you wanted it. Yeah, that's way shorter than what it was supposed to be. Right. So what happens when you so tell her, yeah, that's a lot shorter, what did she shorter. say? She was like, okay, I'm going to take some money off, you know, off of the style because, So you know, what did she take could, off? She took $25 off. So at that point, she did say, I'm going to say that she did say, so is everything okay? So I'm looking at my hair, you know, I just look in the mirror quick, you know, just like this right here. And you say, yes, it's and okay. And I was like, Then yes, you get okay. home that night and then you realize... Uh, that in your that you start to feel like there are more and more problems. Mm -hmm. What are the problems that you started to feel you noticed that night? Yeah. So 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 during that day, I actually look and I'm pulling my. You know how you want to just do a little behind yep. your ear. My cap is sticking out, and that's what you can see right there. My cap is sticking out, and then I'm like, hold on, my cap sticking out. I don't think this is right. So then when I look, I pull up my bang. I'm trying to do my bang too. I pull up my bang. My edges are out, and Judge, I got edges. You can braid my edges in my in my during during the braid now. That's What's my edges sticking of, out. This is a picture taken when. This picture taken that was um two days later, and my I was actually at a restaurant at that time, and my friends were like, "Shanti, look at your hair," and I'm like, "Yeah, y'all, I've been trying to deal with it, you know." I just so you sent her a text that night, right? No, you, I didn't send her. I didn't send her a DM that day. When did you do it? I sent her a DM when I took those pictures. That was um two, two days, days later. Yeah. All right. Do you can you bring up in your phone? The text that you sent her. Yeah. Okay. So she comes in to do this job, and she does show you a picture of how she wants it done. Yes. And in fact, she says, 
that she wanted the long side past her shoulder. Yes. Okay, so you know you cut it too short. What happened? Yeah. How did that happen? So I just made a mistake. As pretty and popular as you are, how did that happen? I just made a mistake, like everyone makes a mistake. So by making my mistake, I offered the money off. When so she what is your defense? That she sat there and said, everything's fine? Okay, so the problem that I have is she contacted me uh, a day later or so and told me that it was an issue, but I asked her before she left the salon, was everything okay? She said everything was okay. Then she said once she got in the car, she noticed things. So I said, why didn't you come back in the shop so it could have been fixed? She said she didn't have time, this and that. So I, I did offer a free install. She didn't take the free install. She wanted to go to social media and bash me on social media. People were threatening me in How my DMs. How were they threatening you? I have the um, So this turned into a whole big yes, social media Yes, it turned circus. into a whole big thing when it didn't have to be. All right, so somebody posts on your Facebook page after you complained about her. Mm -hmm. You know where she stays. You go give her a $175 blank whooping, <laughs> period. Man, I don't even know what right, she's how does saying. She control, how is that something that, I mean, when you, okay, so you say that person is threatening you. That person is smack talking to her on her Facebook page, but you saw it. That's what you mean. Right? Yes. Did anybody actually threaten you? I have personal ones that were sent to my direct Instagram. Right, that were They're threats? They're also there, too. I mean, it's that like were threats, bullying. yes or no. I I listen, I just okay. listen. You, you're, you're suing for cyberbullying, and I'm not going to read through a bunch of stuff. Show me. Are they highlighted, what you're meant No, but it's just right there. It's no, just it's one not message. just right there. Circle with a pen the threat so I can determine if it's a threat. Because here's what I don't do. I don't allow litigants to exaggerate and then call that evidence. I need to see the evidence of a threat. That some, I'd like to see that because okay. you're suing for cyberbullying. I want to see who bullied you. First, I want to see if anybody bullied you. Then I want to see if the person who bullied you is her. While she's looking for that, let's go back to you. I see the text that you, or the direct message. Yes, ma'am, DMs, yes, DM. Hey, sorry for the late message, but I had to let you know I'm very dissatisfied with my hair. Aside from the length, which I'm dealing with, I noticed more problems when I got in the car. My cap was left out. Some of the tracks aren't sewn down properly. I'm not trying to cause any problems, but for the price I paid, this is unacceptable. It is also my birthday weekend, and I had a photo shoot, and although my hair is passable, it isn't up to standards like it should have been for that price. I've tried to deal with it, but I couldn't anymore. I just wanted to know if I could get some compensation for my hair, whether it's more money off, a free install, fixing my hair, or some other form. Again, I'm not trying to be a problem. I just needed to express my concerns to you. That couldn't be more polite. Then she sends you the pictures that show that it's a real problem. And you say, hi, yes, I don't have a problem with giving you a free install. But when you said you noticed things once you got in the car, you should have come back in the shop so that it could have been fixed, not waited until a day later to say something. She answers to you, I was upset. I really didn't want to go back in. I advise that in the future you go back in. Okay. Because that's just the better way to do it than everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks for that. We're all good. Okay, thanks for that. Free install. We've settled the case. We're all good. And then you send this. In reality, I wouldn't be wrong if I didn't redo your hair because for the simple fact that, and caps, I asked you before you left if there was anything wrong with your hair besides the mistake of me cutting it too short. Right then and there was your opportunity to speak up. How is that a good idea? Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So are most hair cutters competent? Uh, yeah, I believe so. You think they are? Yeah. Okay, so you go to a strange town, you go into a place, never met anybody, 
you go to a haircutter, what are the chances, percentages, you're gonna get a good haircut? I would say about 60%. 60%, that doesn't sound, that sounds high risk to me. What do you say? I think it's subjective, but overall, yes, you could probably get a good haircut. So you would take your chances that yeah. way? Yeah. Man or woman? Who? For the haircutter, would you pick? Or does it matter? Look at how they're dressed. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay. That's good, going inside the courtroom. Why do you have to have the last word? Why, when you have it resolved from a customer, so you're a businesswoman now, right? So your decisions have to be not based on emotion and insult and ego and anger and all the other things that motivate all of us when we, you know, when we smack talk on text or DM. Can I say something? Oh, wait, but there's more. She sees that and she says, how much later is that? Oh, it's the next day in the afternoon when yes, she I had, had a chance to, think to about stew. It. Girl, I had to think about it. Sit said. and stew. No, you didn't just think about it. You reread all this stuff. Yeah. Over I, yeah. and over and over. And each time you reread it, you got madder. And then your friends reread it. And then your friends all had an opinion. Mm -hmm. I says, why you don't do this? And what's her response? Wow. Okay. You know what? You're absolutely right. I should have come back into the salon to let you try to fix your mistakes. But as I already said, I had work later on. I was irritated. I had errands to run. You being a stylist, you should always double check and never let your clients leave your seat looking any kind of way. But I digress. Also, you could say you don't have to redo my hair, although the ethical and moral thing to do would be to understand how you made a client feel on her birthday weekend. Now I'm perturbed and I'd rather you not do my hair. But like I said, I'm not trying to cause problems. So if you want to, you could either just give me half of my money back, 75 bucks on my cash app, here's my address, or you could just replace the hair that you cut wrong so I won't have to buy anymore and I can let someone else install it. Look at that. And then what do you respond back? What does she, do you know what you responded back I to? I didn't say anything. Nothing, nothing? What does she do? <laughs> On her story, she puts, please don't send me no paragraphs. I'm simply not reading it. And she put a little kissy face. So I said, okay. Since you, I, my last message to her was, since you don't read paragraphs, please send my money back. That's it. Like D-A-S-S-I-T. That's it. Okay. And that was it. And then D -I -S -S -I -T. I D-A-S-S-I-T. D-A-S-S-I-T. That's it. I That's had to, it. I couldn't okay. be proper. I'm no I've been spelling it wrong this whole time. I couldn't be All proper. Right. <laughs> so do you see how everything digresses? Just as a businesswoman, do you see that? Because you're running a business, and, and if your business is doing this well, you know, you, you, you have to realize that. So what you tell me then, how does it get nasty? You were looking for something that you wanted to show me. Did you find what you were looking for? Well, I sent the, the messages. Um, they're circled there. Okay. BYU up that girl's head, that blank wasn't installed right. She should should have beat yo blank scamming blank long feet blank long feet. <laughs> Zach, long feet blank blank ho. All right. That's not funny. You one powdered donut. Michael Jackson looking blank. What is that? What does powdered donut mean? I don't know. I don't even know who what sent that. What does powdered donut mean? I don't know, Your Honor. What is? I don't nobody know who sent that. Each okay. thing that was. No, I know you're not. Well, yeah. I, I know that it's not being if sent it was, under your if name. It was in I, my comments. I tried to delete all the bad ones, but it was a lot of bad ones, ma'am. So know. is all this on her Facebook page? This is from the social media post that she made. But in, I, but I know no, these it's are not people. From her. Yeah, but she can't control the world. Listen, this is everybody's problem. Everybody wants to be on Instagram and be an Instagram star and be on social media, and that. But you know what? Someone else read all the bad stuff. We don't want all the bad stuff on there. It always digresses to bad stuff. So she posted on social media, and then. People 
respond and people are crazy. And so stuff goes up there and, but you can't blame her for that and you can't get money out of her for that. So on your counterclaim <laughs> against her zero, what I'd like to talk about is her real claim against you, which involves two things. She wants you to recompense her because of the pictures I showed you, the money it'll cost, the money she paid for the install and the money for the extensions, which would be a total of $271.21. Okay, so the issue that I have with that is because I asked before she left if everything was okay. She said yes. Right then and there, she should have said, and then I gave her the $25 off as well. And then it shouldn't have been taken to social media because social media can't help you get Why your money Why not? That's back. how you built your business. I have 50,000 followers because I'm so pretty. You built your business that way. Why do you not have a thick enough skin? And it only went to social media because you didn't treat it right to begin with. Because you had to have the last word and you had to, you know, and then everything descended. There's a cost to that. And that is that you live by the sword, you die by the sword. You want all that, Poppy? You want your whole life out there? Yeah. People, some other people may not like what you did. No. You got to pay the lady back. I'm ordering you to pay her back the $271.21, the value of the hair extensions plus the money for the install. That's my verdict. Yeah. So the plaintiff prevails in this case. Ms. Yvette, let me ask you, do you think you did the wrong thing by emailing her back some of those messages? No. How do you feel now about losing the case, though? I don't feel like I should have lost. I don't feel like it was fair. So you think you did everything right? <laughs> you did make I mean, a mistake. Yes, we you make mistakes. That. Yes, we make mistakes, but I don't feel like I was wrong. Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you. All right. Here comes Ms. Jones. You presented a good case. Oh, thank you. Yes, I try. How, how do you feel now? Do you feel like you've... You're the victor? I feel good. I just I just want people to know that in a business, you can't treat your clients any kind of way. We come in, we spend good money, we work hard, you know. Just have some professionalism. You're a business I'm not trying to stop your hustle. Just have some professionalism in what you're doing. And then if I have a problem, that's a review. We're going to put it on social media to let others know that that happened to me so they won't, it won't happen to them. What about the party and everything during the birthday I mean, yeah, I had, a, I had a good birthday party. You know, she ain't stopped nothing. You know, my friend did my hair over again. It's just that it was just like, a little bump in the road, and that bump got solved thanks to Judge Million. <laughs> okay, congratulations. Thank you. I'm glad you feel right. better. Okay, yes, thank you. Have good luck to you. <laughs> Doug, here's the deal if something happens to you in the salon, complain before you leave. It will, it will preserve your rights. Uh, that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
This is the plate of Jeffrey. He says he couldn't get his boat into reverse, so he took it to the defendant's marine repair shop to have it repaired. Well, he wasted the whole summer waiting for the defendants to fix his boat because they're inept and they don't have a clue about how to repair motors. He's suing for $4,764.19 for the money he wasted paying them and additional monies spent on repairs. These are the defendants, Steve Rose and William. Steve says he only looked at the plaintiff's boat and soon realized he didn't have the equipment to pull the motor out, so he referred him to William, who had a motor lift. William says the plaintiff was as impatient as they come and started complaining the work was taking too long, so he decided to try and steal the boat from his shop. When the cops explained he had to pay him before he could take his boat away, he only paid for the parts, but not the labor. Oh, him? No way they're accused of being land lovers. The defendants have filed a countersuit for $2,200 for labor and $2,000 for defamation, respectively. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff couldn't get his boat in reverse, took it to the defendant. The defendant couldn't figure out how to fix it. But the defendant says the plaintiff was impatient and tried to steal the boat the without computer. paying. It's the case of whatever Put floats your boat. Thank you, Douglas. Absolutely, no. Okay, Jeffrey, you've asked us not to use your last name. You're suing OBE Mobile Marine and Steve Rose. Who's that? That's me. Okay, and William, who's asked us not to use his last name either, that's you, right? Yeah. For $4,764.19 that you say you are out as a result of faulty workmanship and lack of, of follow-through on a boat that you bought that they repaired. All right, tell me what happens. You bought what kind of boat? I bought a 91 Proline, 21-foot V6. How old? A 91. Oh, okay. And what happened? I... It had a reverse issue with the boat, so I touched base with uh, Steve Rose. That's you. Uh huh. So I wanted to get it fixed for the season. What did you think was wrong with it? I thought it was an adjustment or a shift cable. Okay, so you thought it was something simple. So right. you get the boat, and where do you uh, tinker <laughs> with boats? Right on your own property? I am actually a marine mechanic. I'll go oh, to where okay. the boats are, but since the, the travel uh, distance was so long, I had him bring the boat down to me. Okay, so he trailers the boat down. Trailers and the boat down, and just inspecting it, I noticed that the drive itself had a lot more issues than, than just a, a steering problem. Okay, so you tell him what? I showed him what was wrong with the boat, and I said, I have a friend of mine that works in the business uh, down the road that he has the equipment, he can do the job. What I equipment said, was necessary? Uh, engine hoist for okay. one thing. and So just, you tell him that, and then you refer him to? And let him know it's going to okay. be Okay, are you in business with William? No. Okay. Did you tell him that? Yes. Yeah, he knew. So he knew how, because he drops a boat off at your house? Steve told him that I was, okay. I did well, it on he, the side. Okay, well, how does a boat get from Steve to you? Uh, did you bring it down? Did, did you, you move it? it? No. Steve moved it. I don't know who moved it. Okay, somebody moved it. All right, yeah. so it ends up at your place. You approved that. Well, I had went to Steve's house to look at the boat and discuss the work that needed to be done. That He said he didn't have the tools. He was going to bring it to his partner who had the tools and a lift and a shop. All right, so what was your understanding that William was gonna do? He was gonna do the repairs that we talked about. I, that Steve and I talked about? about. 
Well, Steve told me that the boat would have all new parts and I'd be all set to go. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I don't deal in fantasy land. Steve never told you that for 3,500, your boat would have all new parts. That's just silly. What did you think you were going to get for 3,500 on a 1991 boat and engine that's I was going to get a... New running, outdrive, new housing, and what else? A running boat that we could go enjoy this okay, summer Okay, so with. that's it. That's all you're going to give me. Now I'm going to ask you, sir, what was your understanding of why you ha had the boat? Originally, Steve told me that it needed a shift cable, but when I went up to look at it, we looked at the gimbal housing, which is this part of the steering unit that the outdrive bolts to, and it was so worn out, it was a safety hazard. So it needed to be replaced. In order to do that, you have to pull the motor. Okay. The bolts. You, so who do you talk to for permission with that? Because uh, you're going to expect somebody to pay you. And, yeah. Right. But so how knew, much are they going to pay you? He knew that was before, before I even got the boat, that the house. How did he bad. know that? Because Steve told him. That this is before the boat went to him. Okay, so you tell so he him. He knew about the money. He knew about the the, the what money? The four thousand. It said it was going to be. He said thirty five hundred dollars. That was the. Is it thirty five hundred or is it four thousand? Well, we said around. It started off at thirty five hundred. Okay. But then, as the work and William can tell you progressed, there was more things that were involved. In Did it. he so ever pay you money. a deposit? No. So if you're going to start repairing the boat, why wouldn't you ask for a deposit so you could pay for parts out of that? It was Steve's job. I just. <laughs> Didn't know what the deal was, so I just paid for him out of my pocket. In or, and what was your theory? Is that you would get recompense from Steve? I would get paid for the job totally when I got By finished. By whom? Either Steve or him. He started showing up all the you time. You weren't worried. Either Steve or he were going to pay you for the job. No, he knew how, exactly how much it was to. I'm going to ask you guys to stop saying, ah, he knew. That's not an answer to the question I asked, okay? So do boats sound like fun or a pain in the butt? Uh, more like a pain in the butt. Because? I mean, who wants to be out in the sea 24-7? Me. Uh, honestly, me. What do you say? But boats have their issues. Yeah, they do. They're, um, I wouldn't buy If you them. had all the money in the world. I'm not on a boat. Not on a boat. Because? Um, I get seasick easily. Oh, you get seasick. <laughs> it's not where I was going, but okay. Going inside the courtroom. The question I asked is, who did you talk to who authorized you to do the next step and the next step and the next step because my understanding, based on your answer, is that you would do one thing and you would see another thing was necessary, right? Yes. Okay, so who are you talking to to get permission to do the next step or to get clear? And who are you quoting prices to? To this gentleman over here. That okay, so yeah. then tell me the first time you talked to him, what was the price you quoted? It was like 3500 with just replacing the gimbal housing. And I told him at Can I ask you a question? Is there anything in writing between you guys? No. Is there an email, a text, something documenting? No, Listen, there's called. a change order here. I have to do this. I have to do that. He called. That was it. So how are you going to prove all those things we're talking about? I put it on the list of stuff. but well, he, oh, no. uh, You wrote lists, but all the lists come into fruition after the police end up at your house. There are no receipts beforehand, nothing signed. That kind of thing. But that's all right. Let me see the receipts for all the parts that you are. You have this list. You have a counterclaim against them because you feel that you have, were underpaid. Let's back it up. He gets tired of waiting. He goes over to your house. He says, I'm done with you. It's August what? 25th. And so he wants his boat back. His kids and his wife are driving him crazy. The summer's over. He can't go out on a boat. He doesn't trust you. He's. You keep telling him it'll be longer, it'll be longer. So he goes over to your house, he says, give me my boat back. 
And then you say, well, you got to pay me. All right. You are telling me in your counterclaim, Judge, I, I have over $2,000 in just parts here. You say that to the police because you won't release the boat and you call the police, right? Yes. Police come and what do the police say? We had to agree on a price or I had to go to the courthouse and have a court date to get my boat back. All right. So you out there, you two agree that you're going to pay him $2,000. Is anything written down that yes. day between you guys? I have a receipt. Can I see what was written down? So the police tell you you guys have to agree on a price so he can take his boat? Yeah, he came over to the house when I was at work to take the boat without paying for anything. So he calls up and says, I want my boat or I'm going to move your tractor out of the way and I'm going to take it. So I came home from work and then he called the police, which I was going to do anyways. Okay. And I had the receipts and some of them were actually in the boat when he picked it up. Oh, that was stupid. Take them out. They're your receipts. Uh, They're not He hit. told me I couldn't go in the boat again. Well, tell the police, can you please just get my receipts? Because this is obviously going to end up in court. You don't think the police would have done that? I mean, the All right, Now, you've got a counterclaim against him, Steve, for um, defamation. Let's talk about that. Well, basically, um, after this was going on, he's calling me up. And I was like, listen, you got to talk to Rick about what's going on. It's a separate, separate company. But then after a while, next I know he's he's on my, my Facebook page saying, you know, blowing it up about unreliable, don't talk to him. And I'm like, hey, I, I referred you to somebody else. I never even put a wrench on your boat. Uh, and there's one instance where the lady says, oh, yeah, there was uh, we were down the dock and one of our friends, his boat broke down. And somebody mentioned, call, call this, call Steve. And and we said, don't no way, don't call him. This is what happened to us, which I had nothing, to, nothing to do with. So I'm losing work because of what they put on my, the malicious claims that they made on my, on my Facebook page based on Can the Can I ask you a question? Because I've, I've seen this situation come up before where someone's trying to be helpful. And so they refer someone to someone else. Um, his position is, look, I brought my boat to you. You brought my boat to him. You're in. And um, everybody expects everything's going to go right and everything's going to be fine. And then the idea is he's going to pay you, and then you'll take your cut, and then you pay him. That's what everybody expects. I know how this stuff works. All right? And, um, but then it doesn't. And now people want to do the Michael Jackson moonwalk and say, I'm completely separate. And that makes it a little more complicated on a defamation case. Um, based on what I'm looking at, the additional repairs that you did have nothing to do with your agreement to pay $3,500 for these other repairs that was the original agreement. According to your testimony, the original agreement is the bell housing and the outdrive for $3,500. So if what happened was the bell housing and the gimbal housing and the new starter at $2,000, it sounds like you did fine. Now, you've got a counterclaim against him because you feel that at $2,000, it wasn't fine and that he owes you another 2200 in labor because you are into it for X amount of money on parts. Your problem is that you can't prove the basic tenet of your lawsuit, which is yeah. I am into it for X amount of money on parts. That makes it very hard for you to come here and demand you know, a scientific, mathematical calculation of what you're due when you don't even know what you're due. So you're not going to win on that. Now, Steve, 
I got to tell you, your defamation case is not looking very good now. I, I don't think you were sufficiently divorced from it for him not to be able to have an opinion. I'm telling you to stop it, though. All right? I'm just telling you. So zero on your defamation case, zero on your labor, and zero on all the other things you needed to do to get your 1991 boat up to par. Good luck, gentlemen. <laughs> So this is one of those cases where neither party is going to be very happy, I suspect. What do you think, Jeffrey? You didn't get anything. You didn't win your case. Yeah, I respect their decision. You do? Yeah. It's just... over. I'm done with it. You know, I'll fix my own boat. Okay. You just got to watch the uh, people you do business with a little closer. All right. Well, now Steve and William are on their way out of the courtroom. Gentlemen, I think you both have learned something out of this case as well, haven't you? Especially oh, yeah. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're looking for a couple thousand dollars. You didn't have one single receipt at all. There were receipts, but some of them were in the back of the boat with parts boxes. Yeah, but what I mean is yeah, you I didn't, didn't have, have receipts it. here in no, court. because he took the boat. Yeah. And, yeah. and you've learned something, too. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. Do the work myself and then just take care. Well, don't, you know. <laughs> okay, all right. I know you're friends, but you've learned a valuable lesson. Gentlemen, thank you very much. All right, good luck to you. Harvey? Yeah, by the way, Doug, if you talk smack on somebody on Facebook, um, and what you're saying are lies, you can be sued for defamation. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the plaintiff, Robert Puccella. He says he and the defendant lived together for a while, but the guy developed some cash flow problems and he was forced to bail him out. He loaned him money. He covered his rent and utilities on the ingrate. Now refuses to pay him back. Well, he's done trying to chase him down and is suing him here and now in this court for the $3,500 he's owed. is the defendant Christopher Perez. He says he doesn't owe the plaintiff any money. And the guy's crazy if he thinks he does. When he moved out, he begged him not to tell the landlord so he could keep the place on his own. Now, a year later, he's trying to sue him in court for rent and money he says he borrowed? Come on, man. He's accused of roughing up a roommate. All parties. Please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. These litigants live together, and the plaintiff says the defendant got into financial trouble, borrowed money, and then stiffed him. But the defendant says the plaintiff is making it up. It's the case of get a roommate. Robert Buccella? Yes, Your Honor. All right. You and the defendant were roommates? Correct. So how long had you known each other? Oh, six, eight, maybe as much as nine months before we moved in together. Okay. And according to you, there were a series of loans because your business was having a little cash flow problem. Is that true? That was partially correct, yes. Okay. Now, according to you, through a variety of different loans at different times, mm -hmm. the sum would go up, would go down, mm -hmm. and in the end was $1,465.36, mm -hmm. correct? 
Do you agree or disagree? I know that you have a position that, you know, you, that, that it should be wiped out because of other things that happened later. Right. But are you in agreement that at one point it was $1,465.36 that you owed him? I agree. Okay. Now let's talk. So you guys lived together how many months? Um, I believe we moved in the end of April or the beginning of May in 2018. Okay. And Mr. Perez moved out, uh, I believe it was January 1st of 2019. What made you decide to move out? Because a lease would have gone on until April or May when it, there were still several months left. On it the was lease. a two-year lease, Your Honor. Oh, a two-year lease. Okay. I what have made it here you decide you to, to move it. out? Um, there was a series of events, but um, mainly is that I had to leave to go back to Colorado, where I'm originally from, to handle some personal issues. And I was going to be gone for three to six months. So therefore, I wasn't able... I wasn't going to be able to pay the rent while I was there. Well, right, but that's a you problem. That's it, not a him problem. I, he's suing you for two months of rent because, according to him, it took him two months to find another roommate. I understand So that. why wouldn't he be right? What discussions did you have with him at the time? I had a discussion with him, and I told him that, on, I, that I would be going to the leasing office and breaking the lease or paying three months' worth of rent to remove my name from the lease. And he had asked me, please don't do that because he doesn't make enough money to cover the lease, so therefore he would, they would not let him stay there. Okay, did that uh, conversation, did you guys have that conversation? Yes. Okay, because of course, if he went to the leasing office, then that would alert them that there's a problem and then they might tell you, you need to get out. All right, so did the two of you arrive at any agreement in return for not going to the leasing office? Okay, now, do you, what would make you think that the requests don't go to the leasing office Means because the leasing office is going to charge you a few months anyway to get out of the lease. So what about that request makes you think that you get to just break a two-year lease and have zero penalty? Because uh, you know the leasing office would give you a penalty. You were willing to pay that to get out. Right. And what he's asking is probably less than what they were saying because he's asking for the two months that it took him. So if a roommate has personal issues and has to move out of state, can he break the lease and get and not have to pay any? Yes. It, really? Yes. Just break the lease. Depends on the contract. Uh, does it? Um, no. Huh? No. He cannot break. The, he can. He can. Okay. Who's going to be the tiebreaker? You tell me. Uh, I would say no. Because? Oh, because like, I say I don't know. <laughs> say say no because uh, because he signed the lease and he's bound. Okay. No, because he like signed the lease and he's bound. That's really good. Yeah. It's really smart. <laughs> going inside the card room. He had told me that he was gonna find somebody else to move in and leave my furniture, like bedroom furniture and stuff like that. So if he does find somebody, they can just move right in. Uh, okay, we'll talk about the furniture in a yeah, minute. Yeah. Right now, I'm just talking, he's suing for several things. The first thing he's suing for is the rent, and I'd like to, to finish that. Why would you think that you are just because you didn't go to the leasing office, where you know, because you've testified, there would have been a three-month penalty, mm -hmm. that you magically have zero penalty. Yes, he went out and tried to get a roommate, but what do you think that, that who are you going to live with? Is, is somebody just, we find him on Craigslist the next day? I mean, that's not how it works. You know, it might take you a yes. while to find somebody. Because he thought his living situation was set up for 24 months, mm -hmm. and you changed your mind. Mm -hmm. So, all right, now, what is the late fees for January and February prove that you paid them? Um, I'd have to get my phone out. I could prove that I pay them because I still live there. <laughs> I don't care. That's not proof that um, you paid late fees. Uh, can I you take my phone out and turn it on, it Your Honor? Someone. Sure. Thank you. 
You're going to need to prove them if you want to collect them. Okay. Now let's talk about the loan. According to you, you agree with the amount, but you say that that's more than taken care of by the furniture that you left behind. Tell me about the furniture that you left behind. Well, I, um, I had originally a couch in the area rug that um, his dog went to the bathroom all over and the, couch, the rug had to be destroyed or thrown away. And the couch was a white couch, was completely trashed. So I had to get rid of that. Um, so I got a new couch that I left at the house. I had a How, kitchen. What, what does new mean? How long I before knew the it was, I traded, um, I had traded like a chainsaw for the couch. Um, oh, but it was used. That's not new. It was used. It was used. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, new to you. it was new to us. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, and then, uh, do you have a picture of it? I do you do have a not. picture of any of the furniture you left behind? I do not. Because I imagine it doesn't fit in the overhead compartment, right? You're going back to Colorado. It's in your best interest to leave all that stuff behind. You well, I mean, I could have put it in a storage unit with the rest of my you stuff. You could have, and then you pay storage fees. But um, also, I left a kitchen table, a bedroom set. Um, I had two bedroom sets there. I took one with me, and I left one for him. For you took one roommate. with you where? To Colorado? No, to the okay. storage. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, did you ever have a discussion with him where he said, okay, we're square because you're leaving me the furniture? No. All right. I don't know why you would think that that means that your debt is extinguished. Now, um, I am going to give you 24 hours to give me proof that you paid the $300 in late fees. If you can prove that you paid them. Um, I will order that as well. Right now, based on what I am listening to, I am ordering you to pay the two months of rent. That's $1,400. I'm also ordering you to pay the $1,465.36. And I'm asking you the $334.64 in interest charge on the loan. Where do you get that from? Um, in the state of Florida, Your Honor, you're allowed to charge 20%. Yeah, but your loan. math is off by a long shot. So we will calculate prejudgment statutory interest from January of this year. Good luck, folks. Thank you, Your Honor. So the plaintiff prevails. He's going to get basically what he was suing for. Mr. Perez, what are you thinking about right now? I just wish for the best for the plaintiff. That's all. That's it? That's it. You, they're not mad that he brought you into court? Absolutely not. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Do you agree you owe him the money? Uh, apparently, according the to the judge, judge does, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. You must sign some documents. All right, Mr. Bocella. Well, he seems to agree he owes you the money. Sorry, you had to bring him to court to do it. Couldn't get him to pay you. No, I tried for over a year, and when push came to shove, I had to file the paperwork. Glad you did. Now I am. Now you are. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. Well, congratulations. Thank, Thank you, very you very much. You must sign a few documents out there. Not a little. Harvey, what do you think? Okay. I know this sounds a little uncomfortable, but it's so important. When you move in with a roommate, establish the financial ground rules and honestly get it in writing. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.